You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. We are your host, Nia and and Di. And we are here on, is this the last Sunday of... uh, Black History no, Month, or is there yeah. one more Sunday? Um, why you? You should have asked that before we is started this leap recording. Year? It's fine. It it is a leap year, but I think it's um t- the Saturday is the last day. Uh, we up. You're right. Jail. This is the last Sunday. Yeah. Yay, boo. Yeah, yay, boo. How many episodes <laughs> we have this month? Not enough. That's not about episodes. I'm booing about Black History Month being over. Hey, it's Black History Year. It's Black History all day, all day, every, every day. day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way life is. Yeah. How's your February been since? Um, busy, hectic, fast. Trying to crank out a bunch of stuff to prepare for the rest of the year um, in this short month, which is silly. But yeah, it's going well. I know a lot of people on social media and I guess in life, I don't know, are asking since it's mid to late February. How are How's everybody doing on their New Year's? Oh, yeah, I saw that last week. It's the third week of February. You still on it? <laughs> I was like, I don't make resolutions. That's not. what Anything that you wanted to do or wanted to start doing. I'm still doing it. Awesome. Yeah. That's, you must feel very proud of yourself. No, I'm just still doing it. I don't <laughs> give myself the permission to be all proud of it. I'm just doing it. It's an everyday, everyday kind you of struggle. You should give yourself some, some small wins, accolades for small wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, I do. I'm just pride is another story. All right, so is that your check-in? How's yeah, how's it? your week going? How's your month been? Your February? Um, my February has been okay. It's mm. been ups and downs, but mostly ups, and so I'm happy to be black in History Month. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Congratulations. You feel any pride about that? Uh, <laughs> happy to be black in History Month. <laughs> what? Oh man! Actually, my week was good. I got adjusted for the first time in months, and I know it's sad for a chiropractor to say, but this is my first time in—I don't know—five, five months maybe since I got adjusted, and it was mm. necessary. Mm. Oh my god, I needed it so bad. So that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Self care. I did 15 minutes of yoga. I could have stood to do an hour. Mm. <laughs> I did 15 minutes of yoga, and that was also very necessary. What, this week? Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, that was great. So trying to practice self-care. Mm-hmm. It's part of my life. Yeah. Anything fun happen with them damn kids this week? A lot of fun stuff happened with them damn kids. I can't remember them all, but yeah. Good things have happened. Ain't we telling them kids to be quiet in the background? Yes, if y'all hear kids in the background, we apologize. There's but so much you can do to get kids to be quiet. I don't apologize. It's damn damn kids. (laughs) This is part of life. How about I just had the thought, I should text them and tell them to be quiet. Oh, I've thought that many times. They don't have a phone. I've thought that many times for like a year now. Like, I want to text them. Like, shut that up, yeah? I'm trying to do something in here. Your mom is sleeping. Be quiet. Oh, 
my god. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I mean, they're children. It's five and a half and seven. Which one do you do? Have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So. And one of them's on punishment and can't have his tablet or watch TV. So mm-hmm. we, we really don't have very much control over their volume right now. We put them in the room and they're playing. That's what we want them to do. So I ain't mad. The little one, Sanan. A few what? days ago, I'm hanging out with a girl holding her in my arms and she's like smacking me in the face on both sides in my cheeks with her little tiny hands. And we were like dancing to music or whatever and then she stops and rears back and is like, points to my nose and is like, whoa, Poppy, your nose is big. <laughs> <laughs> now at this moment, and this is like the fourth or fifth time I've had this experience with a different child. <laughs> and so I'm not, I'm not, this is not unusual to me. <laughs> My baby cousins did it to me when I was younger. Other people's children have done it to me. And so, I mean, but just to have it, it was the first time it happened with one of my children. And the guy to be the sassy one, the little one talking about, your nose is big. It, you know, it's an interesting thing when they finally realize it. has realize been seven it. years before one of our children said. I don't think the other two. Wow, they so must surprised? really like you. Asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, it was fun. It was cute. It was a moment for me because I was like, oh, yeah, I know it's big, but, you know, kids say the darndest things. And so she was like, hey, bro, what's this juicy thing on your face? I'm like, yeah, it's there. That's How about my baby cousin told me, what happened to your tooth? You lost the tooth. Because <laughs> I have a very large gap. It's not that big, yo. It's a tooth size gap, according no, to my not. cousin. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. It's all good. Kids. Kids, man. They do whatever they want to do. They say what they want. Told you. Facts. <laughs> yes, I have a big nose. So this weekend, we have Fox Hills Mall in the food court. And by the way, it's Fox Hills, not Westfield, Culver City. <laughs> Gentrification. Gentrification. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. So I'm in, there, I'm in there trying to get some food for these people. Um. Tatum standing there. I'm ordering my kebab. I'm about to get this whole falafel going. And Kyrie's standing on the right hand side, spinning in circles. I look down on the left and to see Sinai's little head. And I'm like, why do I see panties too? What's happening? Her pants is why down. Why are there panties? Her pants was down. And her panties were down. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? So I drop down there, pull them up. Sinai, what are you doing? Why are your pants down? Oh, but Poppy, I was itchy. <laughs> you was itchy? The girl does have eczema. Yeah, but would never before <laughs> had she pulled her pants down in public <laughs> to scratch that po- those parts. I'm and like, yo, this is wild. And she didn't even have a flare-up. She's, no, she, her skin no, looks fine right now. It looks great. I don't know why she's itchy. She just decided that it was time for panties to be out. Um, and <laughs> booty out. Like... So that whole side of the food court we was at, if they was looking, I was like, that man, what? He don't know how to parent his children. <laughs> Clearly. Right. She's not being raised right. You're going to end up on somebody's uh, list. You know, talking about knock, 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 social services. How do you get my information? It was one incident. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> damn, damn kids, man. Damn, damn kids. It's time for Ask a Die where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblackspark_podcast. So last episode was our Valentine's Day episode. And so for this week's 
ask a die. We're going to talk about the aftermath mm, of mm. Valentine's Day because some shit popped off. I know. I don't know. Why did he act like that? <laughs> Not between us. We ain't do nothing. <laughs> Literally. We were supposed to do something. It didn't happen. We were supposed to go to our kids' martial arts school and beat each other up. <laughs> and we were so looking forward to it. Shout out to Kenji's Kaju Kimbo. Boop. At k-i-n-g-i-k-a-j-u on instagram they are so awesome um but we were supposed to go there and beat each other up and mm. then our son mm. started we'll tell you about that later <laughs> oh was, my goodness we might <laughs> he started acting a hot damn mess and then we ended up not going mm-hmm. but anyway on twitter i've been hearing about some crazy stuff happening to other people on valentine's day so i figured we'll ask a die about some crazy after valentine's day stuff mm-hmm. people be acting well <laughs> people have broken up with each other or their dates didn't turn out the way that they wanted them to or whatever so we're just going to talk about a couple of things that i read on twitter about valentine's day do your friendships mirror the love you not only want but deserve have you given yourself the chance to recognize the friends in your life who want to love you that way do you let them do you feel full from your chosen fam you know how they've said look onto your friendships to know exactly what you deserve in a romantic relationship is that something look onto your friendships to know exactly what you deserve in a romantic relationship yeah there are people who look at their who consider what they have in their friendships. I've heard people talk about this years ago, like people who consider what they have in their friendships when they're looking at potential mates because they're like, yo, I can get all of this from this person and that person and that person. And this guy gives me some of that, but he also comes with all these issues or this girl, whatever. So, I mean, yeah, it's interesting because like, you know how when, how you be in your circle of friends when you're younger and then all of a sudden somebody rolls up and you get all romantic with them and your friends be like, yo, we don't even come around no more. That's how you know you're getting everything from your for that one person <laughs> <laughs> that she probably usually was getting. Sometimes you're not, friends. though. Sometimes, Sometimes you're not. Sometimes just, you're not. Yeah, I'm just, you just gotta spoil the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this woman was talking about how she had a breakup and um she was really down and her friend came over and she made her some tea and she like helped her into the bath and they like she made the bed for her and she sprayed she 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 burned incense for her and she like they slept in the bed together snuggled up with her and talked about you know all what was happening and then the next day why are you looking at me? I was I thought the punchline was gonna be then the friend seduced her or something. This all sounds pretty sexy. <laughs> What's happening? I was like I was waiting for the punchline to be like, yo, and then she had to kick her out because she tried to, you know. She's like, I thought we was friends, not like this. What are you doing? Then the next day she woke up, she said she didn't want to be alone, so they they packed a bag for her for the day. They went to the friend's house, the friend cooked her breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's real friendship. They did she did like all the things. That's deep, yeah. And she felt completely loved and safe and yeah. heard and cared for. Yeah. And she was saying that if you're not that your significant other needs to do those exact things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you don't have that same feeling mm-hmm. of safety and love and care then what are you doing i mean yes that's love 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 shows up in those ways but not everybody's right i'm I'm not saying those exact things but if you don't feel that way that way express themselves in that way yeah i mean one we need safety 
So if we're not feeling safe, obviously that's not going to happen. But all that extra stuff is nice too. Mm-hmm. It's about your love language that we talked about last time. Yeah, yeah. But still, I think just like I'm like I keep repeating, just feeling like you were heard, you were cared for in a time of need. That's a, the most yeah, important in aspect. Yeah, in a time of in a time of need. And mm-hmm. when you said I can't be alone right now, mm-hmm. They said good. That's okay, fine. I got well, you. We you would not be alone for the next forty eight hours. Right. I got you. Pack a bag, yo. So, yeah. I thought that was really sweet. That's beautiful. I, I was kind of also waiting for the... the Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was going to happen. I was like, oh, you know, stories don't be turning out happy when he's made it on Twitter. So, where's, where's a gut punch? Well, one is weird. This woman went on a date... Uh, like a day date. She went to, like, Starbucks with this dude that she met on some social app. Some dating app. And he... She bought her drink. He bought his. They sat down to talk. And then he went to the register and bought two cake pops and proceeded to sit there and eat them both himself. Both of them? (laughs) (laughs) On Valentine's Day? They were Valentine's Day cake pops. They were like... Why would you you do that? Because he wanted two cake pops. (laughs) Clearly. No, this is true. My question is void. And she was like... I don't even, she's like thinking to herself, like, I don't even like cake pops, but the fact that he didn't even ask me if I want he one, offer, offer me one, he came back with two. Two cake pops. Oh, if goody, he I don't he really wanted, want it, but yay, thanks for bringing two. If he knew he wanted two, he could have come back with three. He could have come back to two, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I mean, they're cake pops, they're not, they're not going to yeah. break your budget. So. No, well, Starbucks. So it was like eight dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just bought a drink too. So that's like twenty dollars. So people, <laughs> yes, please stay away from Starbucks. I mean, just kidding, just kidding. Starbucks, we will totally do whatever ads for you. Just pay us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was not part of the business meeting. So um, people on Twitter were like, "Oh, you should be so thankful that you, you know, sniffed out a psychopath before moving forward in the relationship." What? Like, they were calling him all kinds Maybe of crazy. Maybe he was just things. testing him. I don't know. And they were like, "Who? What kind of crazy person does that?" Like, no consideration. And then he came back and like just kept with the conversation. Like, you don't just have two cake pops, Valentine's Day cake pops in your hand, just eating them by yourself. Like, who are you? Who does that? That dude. Ugh. I want to meet him. So that happened to I want to ask him what he was doing. Was it strategy? Or was it he's like just that so in- he just loved cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> she need to know that from day one. Oh my god. What's <laughs> up, so, girl? I like cake pops. <laughs> you want to go to Starbucks? <laughs> that wasn't in his, in his in his dating app profile. <laughs> cake pop on top of us. You're so foolish. Oh my god. All right. So this one was. Also weird and so sad. So, girl, they call me Cake Pops. <laughs> My boyfriend of two plus years took me out to see the photograph last night on Valentine's Day and then broke up with me. And I'm down about it and all that usual stuff, but I cannot wrap my head around why he took me out first. Is that a thing? Are men okay? <laughs> <laughs> why do you take your girlfriend of more than two, more years, than two years out to see a super duper hyped up romantic movie with some beautiful black people and then break up with her? Like what? You wasted $50. Yeah. No, what's the waste? No, it's he wanted fit. to see the movie. <laughs> it's not. A, let's hold on now. It's not a waste. He wanted to see the movie. You think he really wanted to see? <laughs> Maybe that he movie? didn't want to go alone. 
was like, I'm break up with this so chick. People but I kind of really like want to go see to this a, movie. A chick flick on their own. So, <laughs> yo, y'all really want to see that movie? I don't even like her no more though. But look, let me go see this movie. And she'll and really like come. it. She'll really like it. You know what I'm saying? She'll like it. Yeah. She'll like it. She'll It'll like be good it. for her. It'll be, be good for me. She'll be in a good mood. And then we could just... I'll break up with her in a public, a, in public, her public space. Just take it out and stomp it on the ground. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 oh, Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why he strategized like that. But clearly, clearly that was on purpose. So there's some kind of... I want to meet him, too. I want to understand this situation. Like, all I can do is hypothesize about it, but I want to know the truth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So that was the aftermath of Mm. Valentine's Day. Just a lot of crazy Mm. emotions flying high. Welcome to the Black Spark Speech. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Nah, I just got a a few things I want to put out there. I haven't properly formulated it, but I'm just going to give you a few quotes and it will move from there. So Booker T. Washington said, Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. Marcus Garvey said, A nation without knowledge of its history is like a tree without roots. Up, ye mighty race. Nothing can stop you. And then finally, Paulo Coelho. When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. So I was marinating on these as I was going through the past week. And, you know, before we were watching all of these, um, we were watching, you know, Who Killed Malcolm X. We were watching um, King in the Wild and just boning up on black history because that's what we need to be doing. And also a lot of my social media feed is very much about self-care about healing, about things that are specific to the black community and how we are striving to build ourselves back up. And so what I wanted to do is give people permission to see the things that we've been through rather than them being scars, see them in terms of the power that we've gained, the skills that we've learned, and the ways in which we've improved ourselves and our resilience and our ability to navigate this world. See them as the opportunities that we've had to triumph over and build muscles and build skills and learn new things and dig deeper into ourselves to build a greater understanding of what our potential can be versus allowing them to be viewed as scars and and baggage that's weighing us down and stopping us from achieving whatever it is that we wanna achieve. I'm also listening to the Afrofuturist podcast and a bunch of other people right now who are delving into the arts and technology and what it is to envision the, the African diaspora in the future. And these folks have been serving the community all over the planet, literally, and coming from places all over the planet. So I'll sum it up by using a quote from the Afrofuturist podcast uh, because he puts a really good spin on what it is to think about how we're going to live our future. Here we go. If we focus teaching the history of African peoples everywhere in the world on the experience of genocidaires and enslavers who committed unspeakable brutality to us for centuries, then we focus our identity on the very worst that has happened to us instead of the very best that we have created. And that is a great way of colonizing our imaginations and making sure that we stay tiny. Yes. So there's much more that we were and are from thousands of years prior to European intervention and the dissection of the continent 
and allowing us to really delve into our history will get us a better perspective on what it is we've been through and what it is we can achieve in the future. Look deep into yourself and know what you have and what you bring to the world versus what the world has done to you. Essentially, what I'm saying, it's important we know our history. But in the exploration of it, however, it's imperative we expand beyond the colonial lens. Otherwise, we're merely learning only segments of it and as an other and the objects of conquest, not the co-creators of civilization. Learn to know yourself as a creator and not the object of another's creation. It's Nia's need to know. It's, it's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, it's my turn. This is our last episode of Black History Month. So, for this Nia's need to know, we are going to be testing a die's knowledge of black history facts. Wow, good for me. And this is exciting for me because what y'all might not know is that a die is actually Panamanian and not African American. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's Latino American. Wow. And so some of the shit that I go through that I know about, he don't know nothing about. Okay? Some of the shit you go through, not that I don't know nothing about. <laughs> Listen, listen. All right. You don't know All nothing right. about you don't know nothing about no collard greens and ham hocks. How about that? No, we don't do ham hocks. <laughs> See? I wasn't raised that way. See? <laughs> how we supposed to how we supposed to make it to the promised land? Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought we was already there. It's internal, y'all. <laughs> the kingdom of God is within. Amen. All right. So, <laughs> I have a few lesser-known black facts, mm. and I'm going to say a statement, and you're going to tell me if you think it's true, right on. Right on. It's false, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Or, if it sounds like it could be true, but it's probably some bullshit. And that one we're going to call a Rachel Dolezal. Can I just say Dolezal? You could just say Dolezal. Dolezal. So, Rachel Dolezal, for everyone who doesn't know... They need to Google it. <laughs> Keep it moving. ...is Nkechi Amare Diallo, who was born and still commonly known as Rachel Ann Dolezal. She is an author... A multimedia artist, former college instructor, and former NAACP chapter president. She is known for identifying and passing as a black woman while being of European ancestry. There's a white chick who says she's transracial, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Just so, if it's something that, that look like, feel like it could be black, but it ain't, it's a dollar's out. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> 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 All right. So, let's get to the black facts. All right, I'm going to give you, hold on. I'm going to give you an easy one. Softball. I'm going to give you a softball first. Lesser known black facts. Slavery doesn't exist in America today. I'm sure it does in some form or fashion. It's called wage slave. But the chattel slavery of the history as it's known Hmm, not a not on a wide scale. I'm sure it exists. I would not I, I would not be surprised if it is if it exists. So is so I'm it gonna a- say, right um no uh, slavery does not exist. Uh get the fuck out of here. <laughs> slavery does in fact exist today. Snap it up for a die. I mean 
It's called we gotta capitalism. Get, we got to get a, a clap track for that. A clap track. Yeah. I got you in it. in the clap track. One of the greatest myths about slavery is that it ended. In fact, it evolved into its modern form, mass incarceration. Mm, they get paid nothing. They get paid nothing. The United States has the highest prison population in the world. More than 2.2 million Americans are incarcerated. 4.4 million are on probation or parole. African Americans make up roughly 13% of the general population. But black men, women, and youth have outsized representation in the criminal justice system where they make up 34%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The criminal justice system is started as a slave catching mm-hmm. system. Blah, they, blah, blah. Their labor is used to produce goods and services for businesses. <clears throat> Mike Bloomberg is using prison labor for oh, his really? campaign. Asshole. So, you for his know, campaign. FYI. Not just people. for his merchandiser's company. No, for his campaign. But right, right now. now this- Yes, so Bloomberg was using prison labor. I said is, but apparently, according to this Huffington Post article dated from December 24th of last year and updated January 2nd of this year. Damn. (laughs) Yes. Damn. Michael Bloomberg confirms he used used prison labor to make his 2020 campaign calls. So if y'all sitting anywhere got a call from Bloomberg or his campaign, it could have been from some person in prison. Mm, Just mm. a FYI. Slaves use cornrows as maps for escape routes. Oh, I've heard of that, but I'm not sure if that's true. I'm going to go with right on. <laughs> clap track, clap track. Clap track, clap track. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A man by the name of Benkos Bioko, who is thought to have been born in Angola or the Democratic Republic of Congo, was enslaved and ended up in modern-day Colombia, but escaped and established an African refugee village, which today is inhabited by 3,500 people and is known as the San Basilio de Palenque. He also formed a small army and intelligence network to help other slaves escape. One of the most creative and interesting ways he did so was to have the women shape maps with their within their cornrows. Nice. So that's one of your people. Look, because Colombia and Panama used to be the same thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sanitary napkin was invented by an African-American woman. Uh, yes. Uh, right on. <laughs> yes. Her name was Mary Patrice Davidson Kenner. She invented the sanitary belt. Yep. She invented the sanitary belt and racial discrimination prevented it from being adopted for 30 years. Wow. So bleed, bitches. Because a black oh chick God. can't have no can't sanitary have pads. <laughs> wow. Bleed, bitches. I wasn't ready for that. What else? The U.S. Capitol and White House were built both by slaves and free blacks. The Capitol. I don't think the White House was. Free blacks? Okay. What's your answer? Oh, right on. <laughs> yes, the U.S. Capitol and the White House were built both by free and enslaved blacks. Inoculation, meaning getting vaccinated, was introduced to America by a slave. Dolezal. That's so Dolezal? That's Dolezal. That's Dolezal. <laughs> Africans introduced their centuries-old practice as a cure for smallpox. 
Yes. So Africans were the first people to bring over the idea of um, introducing the infected material into someone without the virus. And they, they found that it was possible to stimulate the production of antibodies to ward off the contraction of the virus. So, yes, black a slave created the idea of vaccination. Black men were injected with syphilis in the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, we know that one. Right on. I don't like saying right on to that. <laughs> disgusting. That's actually false. Ooh, look at those eyes. The die is up. So we just set. let. I know they let them go through it, but they were not content. They were not injected as well. That's right. But so, they were exposed to. No. So it's just the Tuskegee a, study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male emerged from a study group formed in 1932 connected with the venereal disease section of the U.S. Public Health Service. The purpose of the experiment was to test the impact of syphilis untreated no, and was part. conducted at what is now Tuskegee University. 600 black men in the experiment were not given syphilis. Instead, they were already in different stages of the disease. 399 of them were already in different stages of the disease and the 201 who were not um, served as the control group. So they didn't actually inject it. They were just like, oh, y'all sick? Come over here and let me uh, watch you die. Yeah. How how, how how we end up with 400 men with syphilis? I, well, it's a venereal disease. In the same disease. place. It's, oh, a venere- I guess it's a venereal they disease. Just, <laughs> they be stroking. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's no, what no, I mean. No, 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 no. Hey. Stroking to What's the, the other one? <laughs> Sending it low and spreading it wide. <laughs> Laying it low and spreading it wide. That's what they was doing. So both groups were withheld from treatment of any kind for 40 years. They yes. were observed. Yes. The men were subjected to humiliating and often painfully invasive tests, including experiments like spinal taps. So they didn't, while they didn't put the needle in your arm, they just, you know. Stick it in your back later. Yeah, they just stuck it in your back and said, hey, what's going on, spine? What's going on, brain? Oh, my God. So fucking disgusting. All right. We won't end on that note. We'll find another one that's going to be happy. Got me crawling over here. That's gross. (laughs) It's not right, yo. Okay, last one. House slaves had it better than field slaves. I'm going to say. Right on, fuck out of here. <laughs> you still a slave. <laughs> it's like it's like Democrats versus Republicans. So it's Republicans. Dolezal. It's Dolezal. Look like it, feel like it, sound like it could be right, but it but ain't. Man, that's Dolezal. Like, you a slave. What's better? <laughs> Come on now. So are you going to play like that? All right, let's clap it up for a die for being an awesome contestant. Ow! <laughs> so how does it feel to receive your ADOS card? Who's a, what now? An American Descendants of Slaves card. Oh. <laughs> yes. yes. Good looking out. Yo, yo, I want to thank God first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> you the real MVP. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Collard Greens and Ham Hocks Club. Ooh. Yeah, to the Collard Greens. And the Chitterlings. <laughs> <laughs> you keep your Chitterlings, okay? <laughs> Alright, so this week's send-off is uh, following the same vein of this whole episode. We are ending Black History Month, and we are proud Africans in the Americas. I used to say on my MySpace page, because I'm that old. 
<laughs> I am African by descent, American by default. Just so happened to end up over here. Less of course, you from the, the the line that was already here. Yeah, I'm saying both. I'm talking to. I'm talking about me. Okay. Talking about me. Less of course, yo peoples was here too. Well, you know, so many people claim to have had Native yeah, American ancestry. I know. I know. But. For most of us, it's just an excuse for us to feel like we belong here more than everybody else. So mm. until I take mm, my DNA that. test, yeah, go ahead and do that. Till I take but my it's DNA interesting. test, I don't know that those DNA tests tie back to the native people of this land in the appropriate way, because they're pulling from gene pools, and you don't have to be tied back to a gene pool that's actually or also being tested. I mean, but the, I mean, like that, the Olmec heads, they're not pulling on people who. Yeah, but that just gets into how far back is back enough to right. be considered your ancestry. Like how what one drop of blood of <clears throat> one drop of ancient Egyptian blood all of a sudden allows me to tie back to ancient Egypt. I don't feel like that's enough. Yeah, no. So I feel like these these DNA tests, while I don't think they're super accurate, I do feel like if it's anything less than 5% of you that's a certain thing, then you don't have the right to claim that thing. Oh, really? So, mm. seven generations back, you Apache? No, sir. Really? That don't work for you? No. How, uh, Interesting. What I'm I mean, we're talking say thousands is, of years that people are tying that back. So I don't. What know. I'm trying. What What do you mean? What I'm saying, seven generations is nowhere near thousands of years. I know. I'm. So, what I'm trying to say is, where, where's yeah. the cutoff? Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. So Black History Month is coming to an end, and we are super proud to have spent so much time this February actually re. Capturing visiting. and revisiting so mm-hmm. much of our history as black people here in America. One of the things that I noticed has been going on for way too long is that black people keep saying, Why we why we got the small the shortest month of the year? What's up with that? <laughs> you know, white people always giving us the shortest month the, you know, the short end of the stick and yada yada yada. Okay, listen, listen. Black History Month was created by Carter G. Woodson of the awesome and amazing omega sci-fi fraternity you know the royal purple and the old gold mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones that be barking at people and throwing up what is it crooks hooks hooks crooks hooks, hooks? Crooks? i don't know if it's hooks or crooks Me neither. whatever <laughs> anyway Woodson believed that young African-Americans in the early 20th century were not being taught enough of their own heritage and achievements of their ancestors. To get his message out, Woodson first turned to his fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi, in which which created Negro History and Literature Week Mm -hmm. in 1924. So first it was Negro History and Literature Week. It then grew into... Black History Month in February of 1926 when Woodson sent out a press release announcing that um, he was choosing February because it contained the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, two prominent men whose historic achievements African-Americans were already celebrating. Hmm. Okay? So, this is why February is Black History Month. But let me say something specifically about February and people complaining and lamenting about it being the shortest month of the year. 
February is the month that does all of the work for the entire rest of the calendar. February is the month that keeps everything else on track. If it wasn't for 28 days for three years and then 29 days on the leap year, we would slide and slide and slide until December was now in the summertime. Until <laughs> Halloween <laughs> until Halloween felt like 4th of July. February keeps shit in check, okay? February was like, February's like, you slipping. All right, that's year one. You done slipped. That's year two. Listen, get it. Th- 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 year three. Year four, we gonna, we gonna go ahead and correct you it. You're not listening. Let me You're just go ahead and fix Let's, it. Let me go ahead and fix this. Go back a day so we stay on track. Okay, keep on going. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Wait, you're, you're starting to slip again. <laughs> you're slipping. You done slip. Okay, let me go ahead and recalibrate. February is the most important month of the year. So instead of taking maybe what you think is the short end of the stick, the worst thing that mm. could happen, All or right. you know, the little the little crumbs from the table, think about how important those things are and make lemonade out of lemons. And do some research. Because it's really simple to just go on Wikipedia and figure out why Black History Month is the shortest month of the year. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, you can celebrate your whole damn life. You ain't got to worry about the month. No. Go on and do it. No. Let's not let's not get stuck into the victimhood of, they always give us the lease. Thank your local queue. <laughs> <laughs> Find a queue and thank them. Say, bruh. Good looks. Good looks for Black History Month. Good looks, man. And let's keep it rolling yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah. All right. Spark All right. it up. Spark it up, yo. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.